This is an Equity Mates Media podcast. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Equity Live! I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast that follows our journey of investing. Whether you're an absolute beginner or approaching Warren Buffett status, our aim is to help break down your barriers from beginning to dividend. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. Two Monday episodes to go before our summer series. Next week, we're going to be reviewing our bold predictions and maybe our stock of the year yes. if we've got time. Probably won't have time. Definitely will. Uh, but today... We're going to wrap up the year and talk about, uh, I guess, some of the things that we're seeing as we as we enter the end of the year. Uh, but I also want to start with a bold prediction. Bold prediction. We've got Woolies v. West Farmers. We've got Specky McGee, who's actually in the studio with us right now. Welcome, Specky. G'day, guys. Great to be here. You don't have to sit that close. <laughs> oh. no, it's uh, stay, keep it in. Keep it in. Stay where you are. He's yeah. obviously never used a microphone before. Yeah. And <laughs> no. that's the last we'll hear from Specky in this episode. So Specky's joining us yeah. uh, to close out the year from uh, a rocket emoji indicator point of view. Uh, and then, of course, we can't have a conversation without touching on the crazy things that are going on in uh, the metaverse and Web3 and decentral, decentralized bits and pieces <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there before we do um we have uh, announced on social media the finalists for our equity mates awards based on uh, the people that you nominated and the platforms and the etfs that you've nominated we've got five finalists for each category head to our socials to cast your vote you've got until this thursday um so hopefully you're not listening to it after thursday um and then we'll announce the winners bryce apparently has organized an award ceremony watch this space we'll see how that looks but exciting news as well, Ren. We're giving away $12,000 over summer thanks to Superhero. So if you're taking a bit of a break, um, we're definitely not. We're going to be doing the summer series as usual, 12 episodes over six weeks, each episode diving into a company either here in Australia or over in the US. And in some instances, we've been lucky enough to get the CEO to join us. We're giving away $1,000 in a Superhero wallet for each episode. So make sure you tune in to find out how you could be the lucky winner to walk away with all $12,000 by the end of summer to start trading uh, over on Superhero. So uh, keep an ear and an eye 
on the podcast and on our socials. But Ren, you've got a bold prediction to kick this off. Yeah, we normally do bold predictions at the end of the year, uh, but I wanted to bring one uh, to finish the year. Interested to get your views. I don't know how engaged Specky's going to be on this, but we'll see. Um, my bold prediction is that we're going to see a big acquisition from Apple in the coming months. What are we talking the, coming months? The, uh, I don't know. The, the coming months. Like, <laughs> within the next six months. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, and the reason for that is if you've been watching the uh, US tech stocks, the Apples and Microsofts keep powering ahead, but the majority of the other technology companies have fallen, Square, PayPal, Peloton, Zoom, you know, all, all of them um, that are sort of not in that top seven have fallen. And Apple also has $200 billion on their balance sheet. Mm-hmm. So I feel like now's the time when their share price is high, their potential acquisition targets share price have fallen off, now's the time to strike. And also that cash is burning a hole in their balance sheet. They're probably not getting a lot of interest in the bank. No. So that's my bold prediction. Now I want to ask you a question because I have an idea in mind that I reckon might be controversial, but I want to ask you first, if you were Apple and you had $200 billion, $200 billion on your balance sheet, you could buy Commonwealth Bank. Just nah. like to put it in context, nah. that, that's how much money we're talking. Nah. Or just to broaden it out, if you were Berkshire Hathaway and you had $150 billion on your balance sheet, what would you be buying? What companies would you be acquiring? So this has been spoken about by a couple of, um, you know, the Scotty, Scotty Galloways of the, of the world. Well, I thought I had an original idea. And- <laughs> I like your thesis. <laughs> uh, I think the idea that um, Apple have $200 billion and they're going to make an acquisition is being spoken about at the moment. There's Peloton's been th- being thrown around as one. Peloton currently trading at what, like ten billion market cap? Specky, you said you'd Google um, stuff for us. <laughs> okay, cut this out. Um, <laughs> it's thir- thirteen point eight billion, Specky. You got to be quicker than me at least. Um, <laughs> yeah. So thirteen point eight B. Like just to put that in context, thirteen point eight B barely makes a dent on Apple's yeah. cash balance. Yeah. So if I'm Apple and I've got two hundred B, I'd be looking for multiple acquisitions. Now, nah, look, if um if it was just a YOLO, I'd go Spotify. 43, yeah. Still, it's like a fifth of your balance sheet. <laughs> I just, I just take out the competition. I like Spotify was one I was thinking of as well. Yeah. Um, you, you take out key competition. You bring a lot of users into a your lot services of users. Eco- ecosystem. Yeah. Would it get through antitrust? No, I don't think so. Mm. Who knows? But yeah. um, that's not the question. That is not the question. <laughs> Good point. Uh, would you go Meta? Too expensive. That's like eight hundred bill, nine hundred bill. True, like, true. You, you yeah, can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Zoom. Don't see much application there. Really. I think Zoom could be interesting. Yeah. Um, what else? They make good hardware. So yeah, I can see them coming in and, and doing Peloton, but uh, not not enough users. I don't think. Specky, what, what would you be vibing? Um, Spotify is not bad. They just, I'm a big fan of the Spotify wrapped thing they did. Have you checked yours today? Oh, I saw the email. I haven't, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So something. it shows you top podcasts and everything. Yeah, yeah, I think we got something that Equity Mates can do. But anyway, um, yeah, that's, um, a, that's a big push yeah, for them. Yeah, I'll background on Spotify. Zillow? Zillow is interesting. Uh, so here's my big one. I've got some, so there's some other ones that I think would be interesting. Um, Square, and they push into payments and business. Yeah. Um, Twitter and they push into socials. Yeah. Pinterest, they push into like the combination of socials and commerce. But here's one I reckon Netflix, currently trading at 273 bill. They've 
clear their balance sheet and raise some money or raise some debt. Netflix. <laughs> Not bad. Massive. <laughs> it is massive. <laughs> They've got Apple TV and, yeah. yeah, which is their streaming service. Yeah. So I can see that being something. 207. Yeah. Bring on a heap of users. 270. 270. Bring on, yeah, bring on a heaps of users globally. Be the number one in video streaming. Build out their services business. Now, here's the other one. Maybe you don't do Netflix. Maybe you just buy Disney. I was just going to say Disney, yeah. 258 billion. <laughs> Again, like th- that's the scale of the money that's sitting in Apple's bank account at the moment. But yeah, they're enough. missing 58 billion though. You don't think Apple could raise 58 billion? Yeah. <laughs> 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 they have no cash. They generate heaps more though. But even if it was like, you know, half, half they, they sold some mm. shares or they raised some debt for half of it and they only cleared half their cash balance. Imagine if Apple owned Disney's IP library. Yeah, distribution straight through the phones. It'd be pretty incredible. Yeah. yeah. And with their user base on Disney Plus, what are they, 100 million now, something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, pretty massive user base. So... Look, pretty bold. I think those are the bold predictions. Um, but it's been something that's been thrown around for ages. All this money on the balance sheet. What are they going to do? They haven't mm. even made a noise about it. It'd be pretty epic if something that of that scale did yeah, happen. Yeah. It would really Tesla was thrown around there for a bit. Too big now. Too big now. <laughs> Way like, too big. It's, yeah. Maybe they Rivian, maybe they do something a little bit more boring. They could buy Rivian. 100 well, bill. Too much revenue. well the thing is like Rivian and Apple are at the same place in their their car making ambitions really Rivian's just got a prototype but really they're still in the design and build and create something at scale phase yeah it's fascinating you could they could buy Twitter Spotify and Peloton and it would only take half, a bit of room the, to spare. half the cash on their balance sheet. <laughs> yeah. That's the scale we're talking about. The, the other interesting one for me is Berkshire. $150 billion, It feels like they're sort of due their next big acquisition. Yeah, but again, people have been saying that for so long and I just, yeah, I'm surprised that they are comfortable with that much cash sitting there. But he's been selling, net selling, hasn't mm. he? Yeah. Let's see how that plays out. If it doesn't, uh, we'll revisit that bold prediction at our bold predictions for 2022 sure, episode. Sure. Uh, but speaking of mergers and acquisitions, Ren, uh, it's heating up at the moment here in Australia. Woolworths and Wes Farmers going head to head for Australian pharmaceutical industry. It's not just heating up here in Australia. It's heating up here in the Equity Mate studio. The uh, <laughs> Bryce and Ren rivalry uh, is reignited. Uh, you are dyed in the wall, Woolies man, and me, a former Wes Farmers employee. Uh, it's on. Yes, it is on. So uh, a bit of context, Wes Farmers put in a bid for API, Australian Pharmaceuticals Industry, at about $1.55. And for people who are unfamiliar with API? Massive. Uh, they own Priceline. Um, Sol, Solpat, Sol Patton, chemists, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and a bunch of other smaller brands, but Priceline's the crown jewel. Yeah. They're, they're a pharmacy retail business mm, yeah mm. and so Wes Farmers put a bid in at a dollar 55 um and Woolworths as of today time of recording 2nd of December have come in over the top of that um putting in an indicative bid of a dollar 75 per share so it's hot it's hot yeah so West Farmers is currently API's largest shareholder with a 19.3 percent stake so Woolworths is going to have to convince a lot of the non-West Farmers shareholders to yeah. get on board with this bid. But I mean, we're in a bidding war. 
we are in a bit of bidding yeah. war. So yeah, it's it's interesting one to see see play out. I'm mm. I'm backing Woolies. Well, I have to back <laughs> West Farmers. Better capital managers, no. better retailers, own the two best retail businesses in Australia in Kmart and Bunnings. What's Woolworths do? Just sell some groceries. A lot of groceries. <laughs> <laughs> they spun off the third best retail business in Austra- in, in Australia, Dan Murphy's. Yeah. Yeah. For good reason. To get Canadian pension funds to invest <laughs> invest in, in them. Yeah. 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 Let's take a break before we uh, take a look at what's going on in crypto yeah, land. Specky's chomping at the and, bit over there. And uh, <laughs> close out with Specky McGee. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improved jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. So, Ren, we, we've been on a bit of a journey the last couple of weeks. We've spoken about Web3. We then got into the Climber DAO. And now uh, there's so much going on in the space of crypto, NFT, property and land purchases. Yeah, well, Central this, land. this came across our desk, I'm um, using Specky's terminology, <laughs> we, we saw this and it just sort of blew our mind and it just added to the list of things we're going to try and understand over summer. So it started with NFTs, then it went to Web3, then it went to DAOs. Now there is property rights, I guess, and uh, like land that you can buy in the metaverse. Um, Decentraland is just one of the... Uh, places you can buy land. I think there's another one called like Sandbox or Sandlot or something. Sandbox? Yeah. Yeah. Um, With, yeah, it's a game. Yeah. But this plot of land in Decentraland, 500 square metres sold for $2.43 million. It's crazy. 
Is there a sense of how much land there actually is in Decentraland? This is a great question. Yeah. Like, why is it such a small parcel? Isn't <laughs> yeah. it infinite? Can't be infinite. Yeah. 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 So off the back of that, Ren, the sandbox game, which is, you know, we've spoken about Roblox, but the sandbox is sort of a similar vibe. You go in, play, build, own, and then you can monetize all of that virtual experience. It's massive. There was a super yacht in there the other day that it was pre- meant to have, have one of the premium berths within the game sold for uh, a million bucks as well. Also on the property vibe, if you have been wanting to own an apartment in the Burj Khalifa, um, you can now do so by buying a 3D rendered NFT of uh, one of the apartments in the Burj Khalifa and uh, when it's fully built in its uh, metaverse in Web3, you'll be able to take the boys over to your apartment in the Burj Khalifa. Right. Fully replicated. Of- but you get you get no rights to the actual no. one. Okay, okay. <laughs> no. No rights. You just get a fully rendered uh, replica of the building in one of the apartments in there. So, yeah, if you want to take a, a spray and pray approach at the moment, I think it was 0.2 ETH. Um, okay. I, I also <laughs> heard of a – there was some company building an office tower in Decentraland or Sandbox or one of these metaverse platforms and then people could, like, rent the office space. And for me, that just seemed like my worst nightmare. Like, not only do we have an office that we go to in real life, but then when I jump jump on the metaverse, I've got a bloody commute to the office <laughs> and go up the lift and work in my office but all day in the metaverse. Isn't the, isn't the long-term play and the idea, or, or and this, I guess for me the scary part is that at its most extreme, you will just be living in the metaverse. There won't be, like, we won't be renting a real life WeWork here. It'll be equity mates in the metaverse oh, yeah, but jamming for, out. For me, it's like, if we've got to work in the metaverse, let's get, like, an oceanfront villa right to work in. In the metaverse. In the metaverse yeah, rather than a bloody 18-storey office building. <laughs> yeah, and then you just take, then you just, yeah, come back to reality. And that's the scary part of things that everyone's going to be saying that what you can build and do and engage in the metaverse it's going to be so much better mm. than real life. So to come back to this uh, house purchase, uh, well, this real estate Land. purchase in yeah. the metaverse, uh, you, you probably can't call it real estate. Meta estate. Why not? Because like real estate is based on it being like a real asset. Sure. Anyway, this property purchase in the metaverse, uh, they've used – you probably – the question that I had is how do you value it? Like how do you mm. say it's mm. fair value is $2.4 million? It's going to be used to host fashion shows and then like e-commerce stuff in partnership with several as yet unnamed brands. But the guy who bought it um, or someone from Decentraland was speaking how fashion is the next massive growth area for the metaverse. And so I think what we should expect to hear more of is like metaverse fashion shows. (laughs) But then my question is, does that mean they're showing clothing and fashion that is applicable in the real world just they're showing it in the metaverse or are no, we going to see like fashion. an emergence of yeah, like yeah, yeah, metaverse yeah. fashion because isn't that what isn't that one of the big things at the moment well that has been around for a while is all these games you're actually just purchasing add-ons to make your avatar look better and it doesn't actually 
Yeah, and that's what like some NFTs are. There's like NFTs in games for like new swords yeah, and yeah, armor hell, and yeah, stuff exactly, like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So is that the fashion show we're going to say? Well, I think that's a skewmorphic approach <laughs> to, to <laughs> your thinking. Like you're, you're 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 imagining real world clothes in the metaverse. These could be completely new clothing concepts. Yeah, well, that was my question. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Well, it, it's annoying for you because you just went shopping in the real world. I yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a question: When you guys go to build your avatars in the metaverse. Will you make it look like you or just go for something super different? Maybe a (laughs) rebrand. A (laughs) rebrand. Or just like a a different, like not even a person. Yeah, that's not bad. Like just something completely different. Like a light pole. (laughs) 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 That's what I was thinking, a light pole. That'd be great. (laughs) Well, that's not bad. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think, well, now that you've said light pole, I think I'm going to go inanimate object. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, crazy times. Look, we don't want to make this the crypto podcast. We do have a crypto podcast. It's called Crypto Curious uh, that's launched incredibly well and they're doing some amazing things over there with um, in partnership with Bamboo. So if you want to go a little bit deeper on uh, probably a bit more sensible understanding of what's going on in crypto world, head over and check them out. Yeah, I think you can also hear that we're winding down to the end of the year and things are getting pretty loose. Um, Before we get Specky McGee and talk about the REI indicator, I do just want to nod to the fact that last week the markets got spooked because of Omicron and we saw like Peloton and Zoom be the best performing stocks of the day. Market fell 2% over in the US. And people might be wondering why we're not talking about it. The long and the short of it is there's there's not that much more to say from a stock market market perspective. There's a lot to say from like a health perspective and a politics perspective, but we're not the podcast for that. From a market perspective, you can see that the market is just shrugging this off because long-term it's like, it's just show, the world has shown how resilient it is. We got through the first strain, we got through Delta, this uh, Omicron from a market perspective and an economic perspective, we'll get through it. So like I'm not touching my portfolio. No. Are, either, are either of you? No, I'm still buying. For me, there's not a lot to be said and that's why we're not saying a lot. And there's, mm. in, in terms of outside the economy stuff, there's better people to listen to than us. Mm. So I just think we should nod to that because otherwise people might be wondering while we're ignoring it. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting, uh, time of recording since Friday 13th of August, which was uh, the peak of the ASX 200 for 2021, 2021. Uh, we are down 6%, just on 6%. But yeah, I mean, I'm not touching my portfolio. Obviously, through some of the experts we've speaking to, spoken to recently, they are suggesting that 2022 probably might be a little bit more rocky. Um, but again, am I going to change change anything um probably not i think i think the market has just shown how resilient the economy is long term like we we got through the last two years the u.s somehow got through it with stronger corporate profits and stronger companies than it entered um and australia showed how resilient it was as well and i mean that's the point of investing like you have to be optimistic you have to be long term you have to think that what you're putting your money in now is going to be bigger in the future Mm. and i think the last two years has really confirmed that even in the worst case scenarios that thesis holds Mm. and i don't think this new variant changes that Mm. from an economic perspective Mm. yeah Mm. 
Well, we are going to be back next week to really close out all of our bold predictions that we've made and our stocks of the year, Tencent and Roblox, and then closing out with um, Andrew Brown on Thursday next week to get his view on what happened during 2021 and what might come of 2022. We've just come off that interview and it's uh, another absolute ripper. So plenty of, uh, as always, plenty of insights from Andrew. We do have uh, Andrew Prinham this Thursday, the Swans chairman. Yeah, this is an exciting one for me. Yeah, Swanee's chairman, uh, Sydney Swans, massive fan uh, over here in Alec. Spoke to him about some of the major lessons that he's learned in the new book that he's just launched after years in investment banking and uh, and private markets. So, And um, we get a bit of footy chat in there And well. we get a bit of footy <laughs> chat as well. So look, yeah, winding down for the year. Hope you guys enjoyed the um, HM1 conference that was just on. Uh, last Friday, I do believe that it is available on demand for those ticket holders, so you can catch it over the next week or so. Uh, but we can't close out the episode without checking in on Specky McGee and how the rocket emoji indicator has gone over the last 12 months. Uh, from memory, Ren, I don't know if what you can remember. We've had pitch from Specky, but we've had b- banana... Banano. Banano. Uh, Banano. Um, we had the Fiverr guy pitch to th- a thesis for a yeah, stock. Yeah, crypto and a, stock. And a crypto. Uh, yeah. One I, of I them can... was a bio stock. Was that right? Hold exactly on. Let, right. Bef- let's, let's drop the, uh, uh, the Becky McGee intro music. We're not calling him this time. We've dragged him into the, the studio. But Still give, my, give me a jingle. Yeah, well. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get the jingle and then come back in. 200,000 shares Blue Star, 19 and a half. Can you position it in one of your equity funds? Listen, Blue Horseshoe loves Blue Star Airlines. Got it? You've reached the Stucky Hotline. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Here he is in the studio. Specky, how's it going? Good, boys. Great to be here. Coming to the end of a. A fabulous year for the pod, um, yes. so it is bittersweet. But you know, you fall under the government government mandated break <laughs> of three months. So, what are you guys going to do for, the, the doing the break? Is- just quickly. No recording for us over the next uh, few weeks. We're looking forward to just um, resetting. It's been a massive year for Equity Mates. We've had the raise. We've got some new people on board. Launched. We're now at eight shows in the network. So it's been uh, seven shows. Seven shows in the network. A few more to come. So it's been an exciting year for us. So looking forward to just taking a bit of a break. Mm. Cool. Yeah. I'm just going to keep working. Unlike Bryce, <laughs> I'm just a machine. <laughs> nah, uh, yeah, take some time off. Get out of Sydney. Yeah. Uh, Omicron depending, I guess. Yep. Um, what about you, Specky? Well, the uh, crypto market never sleeps, so uh, I'll be able to uh, keep trading across the uh, Christmas break. Nice. Um, so that's pretty much what I'll be doing, monitoring the tips coming across my desk. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that's a good way to start this uh, segment can you guys remember what the tips were throughout the year from Specky yeah, McGee? The first, the first one where Specky really came in hot, it was a, it was a Specky stock, and that's where he introduced the REI, the yeah. rocket emoji yeah, indicator. Yeah, yeah. And I can't remember its name. No, me either. I don't even. I can't even remember what it did. I only remember the Specky that was that bio tech one that the Fiverr guy did. Yeah, I yeah. only, I only remember Banano because he and had Banana the great song. The, song. No, <laughs> the, the OG tip was eye candy. 
I yeah. can, dude. That's right. I remember yeah. speaking with you about that. How's it looking? Bond, um, I think I tipped it off at 12 cents and since then it really tanked and we, we actually <laughs> sold it from the Speaking McGee vault folio. Yeah, yeah. But as of today it's at 18 cents so it's just had this massive <laughs> resurgence. Yeah. Damn it. So eye candy's up 50%. You mentioned uh, Banano. Banano's yeah. up 80%. So wow. that's looking pretty good. We're on a roll here. IT... Actually, I'll go Seller next. Seller was one of the Fiverr tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Seller Network. That's a crypto. Something, yeah, yeah. Something about the Layer 2 scaling coming in, oh, uh, yeah. which sounds promising. So that was tipped off at 2.4 cents, and now it's 11 cents. Whoa. So that's, okay. that's really good. But then the ITRM, the... Um, the UTI drug has tanked. It's like it's at about 25% of what it was. So overall, the Specky portfolio is doing pretty well. Pretty, pretty good healthy, yeah. overall. Yeah. No, it's been a good What's year. What's been the key takeaways from that then? Go crypto. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, ITRM was probably the most conservative, oh, the largest cap tip of the lot. And yeah. it's, it's a dog with fleas. So... Um, <laughs> So, yeah, overall, we're up. So, uh, as we close out the year, have you got anything to leave us with? Any any uh, stock tips, any words of wisdom, any insights from the year that was? Well, something that was interesting that came across my desk was Squid Game Coin. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw did this. you guys yeah, see yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. It, was it a rug pull? It, yeah, it yeah, was, it was this, a rug pull. Yeah. Exactly right, yeah. It shot up all the hype around uh, the Netflix series. People were making uh, massive gains and then... Huge rug pull. The devs just took all the coins and then there you go. So has ha- anyone ever been busted for a rug pull? Well, you can't because it's all anonymous. You it's can't like, track it's, who's... It's, so, just so, it's that anonymous yeah, that yeah. you never know. Yeah. So there's this article. I might include it in Thought Starters. Uh, I'll include it the week after so people listening here have time to sign up. There's this group of vigilantes, crypto vigilantes, across like rural America that uh, police rug pulls. Okay. Uh, How? There was this profile on them. Well, you have to read the article. Okay. Yeah. Might be my first article I read of Thought Stars this year. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys seen the Omicron coin? No. So they made an Omicron coin, and I'm pretty sure it's up. Classic. Yeah. Can you can you fact check that, Specky? Um. Yeah. I think I remember seeing that too. Yeah. So with the Squid Game one, it went up forty thousand percent, but holders just couldn't sell. No liquidity. Um, Yeah. I think that's right. So no liquidity couldn't sell. Didn't end well. With Squid Game, have you guys seen that uh, Mr. Beast did a Squid Game? Yes. Yeah, and it's yeah. got like 125 million views on, yeah, in like a couple YouTube. of days, a couple of weeks yeah. or something. Yeah. He's the YouTube goat. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, look, uh, it has been a really interesting year. So much going on. We've tried to cover as much of it as we can, and uh, it's going to continue into next year with more expert interviews, with uh, more AM chat, and uh, more chat with uh, our CEOs and business leaders as well. So, Before you wrap, I've just found Omicron's uh, <laughs> movement. It 11x'd over the weekend, and then it fell 75% overnight. <laughs> that's, that's crypto, baby. Seems that's to be crypto. a familiar yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rug pull, rug pull alert. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we need a rug pull alert indicator. Um, <laughs> so, look, um, we'll be back, as I said, next week to wrap it all up. A reminder, if you haven't signed up to the Thought Starters that Ren's talking about, make sure you do head across to our website, five interesting articles to your inbox every Monday. We've also got the Get Started Investing email and the crypto email if either of those appeal to you. But uh, guys, it's been a great year. We'll um, we'll pick it up next week with a wrap. Cheers. Sounds good. 
Equitymates Investing Podcast is a product of Equitymates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. Equitymates gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by a range of financial service professionals. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Equitymates Media does not operate under an Australian financial services license and relies on the exemption available under the Corporations Act 2001 in respect of any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast or video. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website, where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 